0: Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a place where we embrace marks acquired through our journey. My name is Elizabeth Savion and thank you for joining me on episode 34 of this podcast. Right now, we're in a relationship series, and on this week's episode, I'm actually having a guy on this podcast to talk about all the questions that maybe you have ever asked about guys. And so I'm really excited for this episode, so let's just get right into it. So on today's podcast episode, I am excited because I'm going to have a guy's perspective. And so I have my brother-in-law and my family, um, June Marcel, and welcome to Beauty Marks Podcast. You're actually the first guy on this podcast.
1: Wow. Wow. I feel so honored. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. I think it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah. No, I, we've been talking about this for a few weeks already, and he was like bugging me like, when am I going to be on your podcast? And I'm like, Eventually. Oh, is that
1: what happened? Oh, okay. I remember it differently, but okay. I'll let you get that on.
0: <laughs> no, but I've actually had like, this is just, I know, but I actually had guys like, be like, Hey, it would be cool if I'm like on your podcast. And I'm like, what are you going to be talking about? But I mean, I, mm. I have guys that listen to my podcast apparently, but it's still something that I know that my main audience is women um, and, you know, mental health, a lot of other things, but I um, just want
1: to say you're doing an amazing job so far though.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. The fam is the number one supporters. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But for those that don't know you, um, what are you passionate about? Can you say a little bit about yourself?
1: I'm passionate about helping people uh, find their purpose. I'm a communicator. I've been married now for five years. Um, I just I just love to just be around people and just have conversations. And so just I just love having fun as well. Those are some of the things that I'm, you know, passionate about and like to do
0: yeah like sports and reading we have a lot of well with the reading we have similar interests the sports yes. not really but um you know I really love you know over the past few years you've been someone that I've learned from when it comes to like relationships through the good and the bad you know like you've been open about stuff that you've struggled with stuff that has happened in your past things that you have gone through um and even in your marriage you know like you've been very transparent with me and even on your podcast you've been transparent about stuff that you guys have walked through so I felt like how I know that about you and like I know the life that you live. I trust you and your perspective when it comes to relationships. So let's just get right into it when it comes to the questions. because We had some juicy things to talk about. Yes,
1: we did. Yes, we do.
0: (laughs) When you were looking at the questions, were you like, oh, oh, no.
1: I was like, all right, let's let's get to it. I mean, I was I was excited because I think, you know, these are the types of conversations that people want to have. And people don't want any just, you know, cookie cutter answers, people will want you to be, you know, real, raw and authentic. And so I think that's going to be the conversation today. And so when I first got the question, I was like, okay, so this is what the ladies think sometimes of men. And so it was very mm-hmm. interesting. And so I'm, uh, I'm very excited for this conversation.
0: Awesome. So let's start from the top of what people were saying about, um, I did a poll on social media and actually got a really good response of guys and girls. And so let's go through the questions first. So the first one was, do you think men and women go through the same thing during a breakup? What Mm -hmm. do you think was the number one answer? I would
1: assume that the answer was no. They don't think that men and women go through the same in breakups.
0: Yeah. And so what do and, you think?
1: Yeah, I think it is different, but I think it's, I think it's based on scenarios. You get what I'm saying? Uh, I know for me and my experience, my past experience, when I went through a breakup, it's funny, funny story. <laughs> so one of the relationships that I was in, I was actually hoping that it would work. And then I happened to be on social media and that individual was getting engaged. And so that was, oh, no. and so all that hope, my matter of fact, I was at the gym. And so all that hope that was there, I literally just went to the car, ripped up the pitches that we had, and <laughs> went to the gym for like the next two to three hours. And I went. And so for me, one of the ways that sometimes guys deal with breakup. And again, I'm not speaking for every guy, but we kind of, sometimes just kind of compartmentalize it. Um, We do things such as working out, you know, hang out with the guys just to kind of get our mind off of it. And so that might be different for for the ladies. But I know that's one of the things that, you know, that I do personally that I have done in the past, you know, um, whenever I've gone through a breakup, just kind of like distract myself, do things that I need to do to just kind of get my mind off of it. And so I do think it is different between guys and girls and how they handle their breakups.
0: Yeah. And the process, because I think that the pain, I spoke to someone recently that they said that the pain that guys feel again, because I've always thought I'm like, guys literally like live their life and they don't care, but I've learned that that's not the they have feelings too, right? You guys cry. Yes, we do have feelings. Yes, we do. I'm so joking. This might sound like I'm so bitter, but no, I really am just being funny. Um, But, you know, I think that because we go, at least from the women's perspective, we go through a breakup and we feel the emotions like, head on like the first one month like we were like not eating we're not sleeping we're crying all the time everything like we we can't even like look at anything we can't hear anything that doesn't remind us about someone you know we want to talk to them we long to like be with them like you know that whole process we're just so like distraught but the guy's process if i'm that's what i'm gonna ask you do you think that that process in the beginning the initial is different
1: yeah, for sure. Because it's a misconception that like, it's funny that you say that jokingly, but there are people who really think that guys just don't have any emotions and that they don't do anything. Like they're just code, And it's like society would have us to believe. And I know that we're going to talk about that a little later on in the conversation, but you know, the belief is just that like there's no emotion there that we're just going to do whatever, just go be with the next girl. And while that might be true for some it's like, nah, I think we just handle it differently. Um, uh, you know in in previous times in previous decades it was like you know you don't show i think now we're getting to a point where it's okay for a guy to kind of like show emotion and hey talk to another guy but it's interesting though because it's like when dudes check up on each other it's it's so different than when women check up on each other like it's like it's literally just like you good bro like it's not really like and and i'll be the first to admit like I would be like, whenever I was going through a situation, like I couldn't find myself, it just felt unnatural to open up to another man. Like mm-hmm. for me, it was just unnatural, but that was just kind of like my upbringing. It was just like, if you showed emotion, you cried, it was a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as time has kind of progressed, we're getting past that, which is a good thing. And it's it's okay for a man to show emotion. It's okay for a man to open up to his his friend if he's going through a breakup or dealing with that differently. I think that comes more naturally for a woman mm-hmm. than it does for a guy. And so it's definitely different, very yeah. different.
0: Yeah, but I think that that's kind of going towards like are guys given the space to like mourn? Like are guys given the space to grieve? in society you know which i know like how you said we'll talk about a little bit more um but yeah i think that that was always my miscon, my thought is just like oh they're fine or like you know like they're um a guy's like posting and like you know how you said like working out you know like going out with his friends like doing stuff and the initial thing is like well they don't care when i know that that's not true um they front the what
1: they're fronting. When yeah you do that. it's front. Yeah.
0: it's like when you post on social media after a breakup too like we all post our cute pics like we all yeah. post when that when the we're, girl is self- interesting because <laughs> when the
1: girl goes through the breakup that's when she floods the timeline with pictures <laughs> and you're just like whoa where do these pictures come from you know this, <laughs>
0: so, who is this girl
1: <laughs> yeah so it's it's, it's kind of like we're doing the same thing but just going about it differently the guy's more in the gym mm-hmm. the girl's just like you know with the quotes the movie quotes the song quotes <laughs> we're doing the same thing but differently like it's it's weird it's really weird it's funny that's though. so
0: interesting perspectives um and something else that I spoke to someone recently that's she's like a like a dating coach but she helps with people going through breakups in specific and she told me something she's like I've talked to so many men that actually like it's just because they're not given the space and like they literally don't want to like talk like they go through the same like they feel like like numbness you know because yeah. we're norm it's that's a normal thing like you're talking to someone all the time you have a relationship going on and then you break that off like you're you already have that um what is that called the routine so mm-hmm. with anything that feels weird like you, you don't just go from one day to the next and like you're like oh well I don't love them. I don't care about them. I don't. So like that's a very big misconception to think that like we are allowed to feel that way. But then they're not or they don't think about it
1: when you were a little kid. Right. When a girl would fall, dad would go to the girl and say, hey, are you okay? Kiss her boo boo. You okay?" When a boy would fall and scrape his knee. Same scenario. You'll be all right. Get up. Stop crying. You're a big boy. Mm -hmm. So that is instilled and drilled in your mind from the time that you're young. Okay, crying means weakness. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I can't show that I'm hurt because I'm a big boy. And so from the time that you're five years old or even younger, you know, you got to be, you know, you got to you got to be tough. And so, like you said, like, it's true that space is not given for a man to truly be able to mourn and the emotional vocabulary for men. That's why it's so much more difficult than it is for women, because when you look at the shows when you look at everything, we're typically just seen as just kind of silent and we just kind of suppress a lot of things. And then that kind of comes out in anger. It comes out in rage. And so mm. it's, it's so different.
0: Yeah very good very good insight um so let's go to the next question it was do you think men should do the pursuing (laughs) so a big majority of people actually said yes and i had my own thoughts on this but like i want to hear yours i
1: don't believe that there's a right or wrong answer to this question okay um and let me preface this because i know that there are going to be some girls that listen to this they're going to be like i agree and guys probably not gonna agree then that's okay Mm -hmm. but um i i don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this i believe every culture is different you Mm -hmm. know you have some cultures where uh the guy is the pursuer and then in some cultures it's it's the woman again going back to the conversation prior it's like you know as time has kind of gone by like i feel like if a woman sees a guy that she likes she knows what she wants girl shoot your shot I I find nothing wrong with that at all. What difference is it? Because we're encouraging now, like, we're in an era right now of women empowerment. And so we're encouraging women to go after, you know, their dreams, to go after that job for equality. What difference is it in going after someone that you like? You Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, there's no difference to me. And so I think if a woman knows what she wants and she sees and she sees something in a man and she wants to pursue that go by all means go for it i don't me personally i don't see anything wrong with it at all
0: but when you say pursue do you mean like chase a man like because that that's that's what i think when i think about like okay i'm gonna go and get my mans like Mm -hmm. am i gonna be what chasing him like it's like trying to be like hey hey like i'm over here." here Yeah. Like, how is that going to look like? Because, you know, when a guy is pursuing a woman, it looks very, you know, like they're trying to like go out with her. Or they're trying to like, you know, take her out, get to know her, all that whole like consistent stuff, you know? Yeah. So how would that look like from a, uh, from a woman?
1: Okay. That's a great question. And so I'm not speaking from the standpoint that a woman needs to just kind of like be thirsty. Like, and she, and what I mean by that is like, she's like constantly just nagging at this dude okay think about it like this from a guy's perspective if a guy's pursuing you what would be some things that you're like okay this is just like a turn off they're like this is not cool like what would that look like if you know what would be annoying to you
0: if he's like messaging me consistently i'm not responding and i'm right. not interested <laughs> if you're not interested right okay I'm so i mean i think i be... red <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think it's the same thing like i feel like if if a girl i'm not saying for a girl to constantly hit a dude and he's not responding like no sis like that ain't it you know like mm-hmm. but you know if, if if there's a an attraction there you know these people in the same circle and you know maybe a guy sometimes we sometimes men just don't notice it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying sometimes the man can be a bit shy Mm-hmm. you know people expect that people think that men are monolithic like we're we're just natural just a, you know quote unquote mm-hmm. the pursuer just go machismo and things like that but no you got some guys that are a little bit more reserved more introvert and things mm-hmm. like that me personally I was always a pursuer but um you know I don't I don't I don't see anything wrong with that like mm-hmm. me whichever personally.
0: way yeah, yeah. I and think again, it's both it's, yeah yeah I think it's both, but I do, I think also traditionally, I think that's still in the back of my head like that a man should should pursue me so i at least i don't think i would pursue a man Mm
1: -hmm. however
0: like if people do i don't see anything wrong with it do you get what i'm saying like i think it's like as long as it's like not chase to beg or like chase like you're exactly going after a man that's very different than i feel like maybe like you guys are friends and you guys like you know like and maybe you're trying to like see like hey like so i like you like you know to like let him know like those initiate something i yeah. think that that's more what i see as like pursuing or opening a door for like okay this yeah can go somewhere else. a
1: scenario like that because think about it think about a lot of the traditions that we have right mm-hmm. we don't always follow tradition yeah like and sometimes we think that tradition is like gospel it's like no mm-hmm. it just happened to be someone who probably one day said hey uh, this should happen you get what i'm saying but i think in that situation it's not a right or wrong but you know yeah, if you want to, girl, shoot shoot your shot.
0: <laughs> yes. Shot. Um, so what do you think is the biggest misconception of men? So when I um, did the poll, it was all men are not emotional, um, all men don't want to commit, and all men just want one thing. And the top answers were all men don't <laughs> want to commit, and all men just want one thing. So those were like the two biggest misconceptions that uh, people said that they were. What do you think?
1: That is a pretty big misconception and I don't believe that all men are monolithic where they don't all want to commit. Uh, I believe when a man knows what he wants he's going to go after it and he's going to pursue it and he's going to make sure that you know that thing stays together you know and so I don't believe that to be true that all men don't want to commit you know.
0: What do you think that would be reasons why like a guy can fear commitment? Do you think that it's, like, upbringing, the way that they saw things? Like, do you think that it's society? Like, when other people see people in marriages and they're like, oh, like, that's like being in jail. Or that's like, that doesn't even work. You know, like, what are reasons that you think that guys wouldn't want to commit?
1: Yeah, I think that's several factors. I think from my conversations with a lot of the guys um, and, you know, whether it be friends or people that I've worked with, some men honestly do not see the difference between being together in a relationship and being married. Mm. As crazy as that sounds. And the responses that I've gotten from some men is that marriage is just a piece of paper mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. What difference is it if I love her, if we live together and things like that? And so people just cohabitate and they feel like that is enough. And so you got some aspects of men that, that they believe that to be true. Uh, I think another reason is that men have also seen poor marriages growing up, whether it be in their households, and things like that. And so that may have been that may have been something that kind of turned them off. I believe also society plays a, ho- a huge role. And so for some men, they don't want to take it to the next step of marriage, because they feel comfortable within the relationship. Hmm. And they feel comfortable because the woman has allowed them to feel comfortable.
0: Okay, say more. What okay, makes them so, comfortable?
1: Okay. So if a man is with a woman for several years, right. And she has no ring or anything like that. Again, I feel like every case of scenario. Cause I do feel like, you know, sometimes finances may play a, uh, a, a part of it. And a man feels like, you know, if I'm going to do this, like, I want to make sure that I'm prepared. I don't just want to jump into this. And, you know, some, some guys are still kind of finding themselves. And so I don't want to just generalize it, but. From the aspect of uh, men being comfortable, a woman who doesn't set boundaries, a woman who, you know, just allows that to happen. A man sometimes sees that as or a a woman will end up setting herself to just kind of be walked on. Mm. And so there's been there's been many times where it's just like, you know, he's gotten so comfortable just kind of how things are he doesn't feel a a need to and so i think another thing to kind of go with that is like what what is the conversations like within the relationship Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying because you would like to think that every relationship they talk about these things and clear expectations but a lot of the times that's not the case Mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's just kind of going with the flow and so and again i don't want to sound like i'm putting this on a woman like no i'm not you get what i'm saying i'm just naming different scenarios I think part of it also is like, were you guys clear on your communication on what you want this to be, Mm -hmm. you know? And so were you clear with your expectations? Hey, I don't want to just be living together. I do one day want to be married. You know, is that a conversation that has happened? And if it is, what are the steps being taken? You know, it's been five years, dude. You know what I'm saying? Where is (laughs) you get what I'm saying? Like, are we, Mm -hmm. are we trying to do this? Like, and so, uh, if a woman doesn't, you know, create those boundaries and, you know, and is clear on that, then a man is just going to kind of remain comfortable in that. Hmm. And that's for some some men. Again, others, it might just be, you know, finances, the pressure of that and witnessing poor marriages. And so it's a fear for some men. I mean, think about it. When you look at movies, right? Why did I get married? Or, you know, or mm-hmm. we read books or, you you know, like comedies and stuff like that and think like a man and you see the uh kevin hart character and his wife and how how toxic that marriage Mm -hmm. is and like whether we realize it or not we laugh at it but it's like a man looks at that and he's like man i don't want to be there you get what i'm saying or they talk to their friends who are going through a marital crisis and it's just like oh my god where someone probably got married because they felt pressured by a woman to get married or they got they felt pressured by you know their peers to get married and they thought it was a thing they're they're realizing oh man this is not what I expected it to be mm-hmm. and so that kind of scares some people off to to getting married or to wanting to commit to that level mm-hmm. I know a lot of couples with that they've been together for years and they don't want to get married or the guy doesn't want to get married
0: and and but so he it, loves her, like he wants to be with her or like he's like, is just, because that's I think the big question for a lot of girls, which actually I had some questions about that, that girls were like, what if he doesn't commit after many, many years, but he says he loves the woman and he's like, he just wants to go with the flow. Like,
1: mm-hmm. so like,
0: does that mean that he's like still seeing his options because he doesn't know that that's the one, like meaning like that's the one that he wants mm-hmm. to have his life with? Or do you think it's just like, he genuinely might, Just be scared, you know, like fearful or like just want to take it slow, even though it's been so long. Yeah,
1: it can be that sometimes where a guy has company, but he doesn't necessarily want the commitment aspect of it. But he wants to he wants the benefits from it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that's all relationships, but uh, for some that might be the case where it's just like he just kind of wants the person around but he doesn't want to necessarily take it to that next level. And in that aspect, uh, my my advice to the to the woman would be, hey, like you don't have to go through that. You don't have to deal with that. And so that's one of those moments where it's just like okay, like you got to give yourself mentally a time frame. You get you get what I'm saying and because you can tell him something and he can modify his behavior but the reality is you're not going to be able to change a man or what he wants to do. That has to come from him.
0: I agree. And so the second question was, do you think a guy knows when like he wants to marry someone?
1: I believe so. I believe so. Uh, I knew that I wanted to marry Steph because like, I felt like our purpose was aligned. Uh, she just brought so much joy to my life. Uh, she's awesome. She's amazing. Uh, I already kind of went through that phase where I was just kind of like, all right, I knew what it was to kind of live the single life, be out there, whatever, play around, play games and stuff like that. And so I was I was in a place in my life where I'm just like, all right, I've done that. I really want to settle down. This is a great girl. She loves me. I love her. And, you know, family oriented and just a lot of qualities that she carried. You know, she was a strong woman, knew what she wanted you know, independent, you know, guys say they want independent, but then when they get independent, they're a little intimidated by that, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, and so she was a strong woman, could think for herself, smart, brilliant, funny, and so, again, I think one of the biggest things is that, you know, not only our purpose, but our values were the same too, Mm -hmm. and so we had a lot of deep conversations and expectations, and so for me, I knew, I knew that I was ready to settle down and really be committed to this thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's very important. Um, From relationships is having like the same values. And, you know, the other personality traits, those other things are like an addition to your life, you know, like they're the strengths that you maybe have weaknesses in and, and that balances out. What are your thoughts when it comes to the other misconception of all men just want one thing, which is, of course, sex, which we all know mm. that we are. Yes, we are sexual beings, right? We are right. But like, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, like you said, we all are sexual beings. We all are sexual beings, but I don't believe that all men just want one thing. You know, I think in our in our nature, at our core, there are four things that we all long for. We want a sense of belonging. We want someone to love. We want to be loved by someone. And we need something to do. You know, purpose, a life project. And so at our core, at our core, I believe you know um, these are these are things. These are things that um, that we need. Again, you know, a sense of belonging, someone to love, to be loved by someone, and something to do. And you know, who who doesn't who doesn't want those things? But uh, not I wouldn't say that. I don't think that's the biggest misconception because there's a lot of guys that is one thing that they do want you know
0: everybody wants it initially but maybe that's not like the whole focus right that's what you're trying to say
1: right because again that kind of goes back to 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 society as well because it's like men are championed multiple partners that you sleep with and women are shamed Mm. and so maybe initially like you said that might be that might be one of those things. It's it's kind of hard not to think about as a man, like just being honest, you you think about it quite often. But uh yeah, and I think it's one of those things because it's been championed so much, it's just kind of one of those things that is ingrained. You see it in movies, you see it in the music videos, you hear it in conversations, and it's okay for a man, a man to do, but then on the flip side, if a woman does it, she's shamed. And she's labeled and it's just like, be ladylike, be modest, be this, be that. And so it's a double standard. It's Mm -hmm. a double standard, but we live in a world where there's so many double standards. Mm
0: -hmm. So, Yeah, on the biggest misconceptions of men, I definitely feel like the whole committed one is... I like what you pointed out on that. And then that all men just want one thing. I think that it also depends on the guy. And because I've known guys that like at 20, they were like ready and they got married and they have been in relationships, like in a Mm -hmm. marriage and it's worked out like for them. And like they value marriage. Like they don't see that as like a, as something that they're missing out. And then about men just want one thing. I think that the initial attraction to a woman is that, but I think that that's also the woman's place. Of either like, you know, making it not about that, um, and not making it so like you know like you hear about like the ninety day rule, you hear about like all of these things because the initial um, feelings that you have when you first meet someone like that chemistry, is it goes away, you know, and if you have sex or you have those interactions in the in the immediate time, that does blur a lot of things when it comes to the relationship from a guy's perspective and a girl's. Um, I've known multiple women that have told me that like right after they slept with someone, it changed like completely, mm-hmm, like, it, mm-hmm. like the guy just like went. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like what happens in a guy's brain that like all of a sudden that once you're, sl- like once you sleep with them, it's like, well, no more chase. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Put me in um, the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, when two when two individuals have sex, you know, typically a lot of the times a woman gets emotionally involved or connected where the guy is just like, it's just like whatever for him, but kind of long-term down the line, that does have a, a huge impact, a huge impact. And, you know, soul ties and, you know, emotional baggage that they both carry, you know, from from each other. And think about it like this, like you sleep with one person who slept with one person, you're carrying all of that emotional baggage and and things like that. And so, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not good at all. And I know that society says, well, it's just sex, you know, and it's just whatever. And so, you know, sex is a beautiful thing, you know, it was designed, you know, um, by God, it is a beautiful thing. But, you know, my belief is that, you know, it is, it should be through the confinements of, of marriage. And so, you know, did I follow that growing up? No, I did not. I did not. But, you know, that turnaround, that had effects on me. You know that did leave an impact, and that did has have it affect. It did have an effect on me, and just my mindset and things like that. And so I think sometimes what happens with with when that does happen between a man and woman, and you know they do they do have sex. Kind of going back to uh, what we talked about prior, uh, a guy is just kind of like championed, and you know he feels good about himself, his his ego and things like that, and he can easily just kind of check out. And the girl is just left there because, you know, she was being vulnerable. She was opening up for her. It was more than just a physical, a physical act. But there was emotions tied to it where the guy is just like, it's it's whatever, you know. And so.
0: Yeah. But I think there there was a book that I read um, that was talking about oxytocin and how that's a hormone released that actually is proven to that's actually the same Um chemical that attaches a baby to the mother so like that whole attachment is actually the same hormone that is during se- like when you reach climax is the mm-hmm. same um hormone that's released during sexual intercourse so that actually is proven so even people that say that it's just sex it's actually proven facts that they've done studies about that that's actually true that it is an attachment that happens during sex so as much as you might not believe in soul ties or all these other things there are things that kind of attach you and that's why you kind of still feel like a like a like i don't know it's a, maybe a longing i don't know what the right word would be like you know towards the closeness to that person even absolutely after you know that happens and especially in, in women from a woman's perspective it does um and I've spoken to other women that like feel like okay but like after that things changed um but it's just because like our emotional that just makes us feel more emotionally close to the man you know because that's such an intimate thing and like so vulnerable um and I know guys can feel that too but I think that that is also what you see in movies like we talked about earlier like you see that it's like guys like really don't care so then we think that that's the case
1: yeah. When we talk about, you know, individuals having sex or, you know, why does a guy cheat, you know, if his situation, his relationship is so great with a woman, because that happens too. Whereas like a guy could be in a relationship with a woman, they are sexually active and the guy step out and cheat. And then the question is like, but well, why? And the mm-hmm. girl feels like, well, why? Why do you do that? You know, I, I was vulnerable. Was I not good enough mm-hmm. and things like that. And there can be several reasons to why a man cheats. You know, there's several things, you know, uh, and and I'll call them symptoms because I believe that at, at the core, it's something else. But some of the symptoms might be, you know, a guy falls out of love quote unquote falls out of love i don't think you can fall in or fall out of anything i think it's something you do grow in love is something that you grow in. um a man might cheat for a variety he wants to see you know he wants to to have sex with multiple girls and be with multiple girls and this the excitement that kind of comes with that um Sometimes a a man might feel neglected, you know, emotionally neglected or things like that. That's why he might. And again, these are just symptoms Uh, situational. A situation happens. Maybe two people got drunk or something like that and something happens. Um, For some dudes, it's getting even. Maybe their girl cheated on them. And so they're like, you know what? I'm going to get you back. And so I'm going to get even. For some guys, it might be to boost their self-esteem. Kind of like I was talking about how a guy's champion. Um, Sometimes it's out of anger or they just don't feel committed to the relationship at all. Or it's just, you know, that sexual desire that we all have because we all, you know, we're sexual beings. I think the core at its core reason, though, the reason why guys cheat, the reason why girls cheat is that we are emotionally used to we emotionally use people to feel the loneliness that we carry.
0: Mm.
1: We emotionally use people to feel the loneliness that we carry. Again, like I was stating before, like at our core, we want a sense of belonging, someone to love, to be loved by someone and something to do. There's a void in each and every one of us. And so the moment that we feel alone, it's a temptation to step out. And so that's Mm -hmm. why people can be together for years, married for years or in a relationship for years. And it's just like, I can't believe that he did that is because they're looking to fill a void of loneliness whether it's an emotional cheating or physical whatever and they're looking to fill that void and so i think at its core that's that's what it is like we we emotionally use people to fill in the loneliness that we carry like you ever been around a bunch of people in a group at a party at a hangout and you still feel alone Mm -hmm. and isn't it interesting that we live in the most connected era social media all these things friends followers all of this Yet we're more lonelier than ever. Mm. We're more lonelier than ever. And so I think, you know, there's a void that we each carry and we try to find it in different things. And so that's why people are addicted to things. And so we sometimes find it hard to feel to to speak about our uh, addictions because we sometimes fixate ourselves on the act and not the pain that the addiction is seeking to soothe. You get what I'm saying? And so when we talk about addiction, it's basically our attempt to, you know, relieve ourselves from the the pain that we have that's sometimes unbearable for us. And so for some people that might be food, for others that might be pornography, for others that might be sex or technological uh, distractions and all of these things. And so the moment that everything becomes overwhelming, we go to these vices and we need it as an outlet. So check this out we've proved that for survival purposes, we can go to things to soothe that pain. We're just going about it in the wrong way.
0: Yeah, that's very, very true. So even when that question of, because I've heard that so many times about like cheating, it's like, it's more an internal issue. It's not about the other person. Like that's a symptom, like what you were just saying of that loneliness or void that someone may feel on both sides because cheating and stuff is on both sides but coming from a guy's perspective um that's good that you said that it's true it's like whatever void they go to something so that might be a reflection of what's going on on the inside of them that you can't change or you can't fill either so even Mm -hmm. if you were the most amazing woman and someone cheated on you I mean I always say this if Beyonce got cheated on (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, what about all
0: of us no those memes were crazy i man. know i know it's insane <laughs> but you you know like people have in this culture like you see that happen and you you know it, it does hurt or you know you see that fall of of you know because we're all human but in reality it is a symptom like how you said and it's something yeah. internally so
1: yeah our addiction is basically our best attempt to survive hmm and so if that's cheating, to is one that, it, it, I know that sounds crazy to say, but like, when you look at it, like for what it is, it's just like, whatever it is, is just like, it's an attempt to survive. You're just going about it in the wrong way. You're going about it the wrong way to fill that void.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not as healthy. And it's, it has its own consequences towards you, you know, like, and it's like your own, your own consequences that you're causing yourself. Not even, well, yes, maybe for the other person in that situation, but um, mostly that's all for yourself. That's why. What do you think about men seeking out, like how you're saying, like either talking to other men, maybe therapy. I know that that's something that a lot of men feel weird about. And mm-hmm. I've talked to some men that are kind of like, what? Like, I'm fine. What do you mean? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I'm so pro uh, pro advocate for therapy. I actually have a therapist that I go to uh, at least once a month. I think uh it's it's a little bit difficult for a lot of men to kind of share their emotions because think about it. imagine being a certain way for twenty eight years, and then now someone's telling you now imagine twenty nine years of just kind of dealing with your own problems, not having a really anyone to talk to about it, not your parents or anything like that. You just kind of googled everything. <laughs> And now you're telling me that I need to open up in front of this stranger. Like, no, that's going to take some time. And so mm-hmm. I think in relationships that from a guy's perspective, uh, when it comes to that, I think women need to have a little bit more grace and patience when it comes to that. Like, you can't mm-hmm. expect a man to just open up because he's with you and he's been his whole his whole life bottling things up. Mm-hmm you know, it's just, it's not fair to a man. It's, it's really unrealistic expectations to have for a man to just open up if he's never done that. And I sometimes feel like women look at men as projects and we are not projects. Like a woman might look at a man and say, oh, they notice some red flags and they say to themselves, well, I can fix that. I can fix Guilty. Him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I can fix that. And so and the reality is that that's not true, because sometimes people look at it, they're like, well, if a guy and a girl love each other, why can't they make it work? Shouldn't love be enough? And I'm like, love is a part of it, but that is not the ultimate like solution to it. You get what mm. I'm saying? Love by itself is not going to make an individual fight for something, especially if that situation is toxic. Mm. You know, when you look at through uh, wisdom literature, you know, Solomon, he makes an analogy that I think is just hilarious but it's so true and he says that you know i'd rather live on the corner of a roof than to be in a home with a quarrelsome wife mm. and so he's basically saying like men don't want that drama like we don't want that <laughs> headache and the nagging back and forth the <laughs> nagging the arguing and things like that it's 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 already you know challenging as, as it is to be a man and again i'm not saying that it's not challenging to be a all, woman, right. So I all feel, right i can feel i can feel the clouds coming out <laughs> i'm not saying that at all you're talking
0: to the wrong person
1: (laughs) and i'm just it's just you know but love by itself is not gonna not going to do that and so you know sometimes you know females look at a man like a um as a project because of what they see in movies and because of what they read in books and this is how a man should be and then men are put on such a high pedestal and then the moment that they disappoint a woman he's you know he's he's canceled he's dismissed he's he's vilified he's all of these name calling and all of that and it's like no man is perfect what you see in that movie my girl my sister like no that is not true like no like Mm -hmm. he was a great actor he really was (laughs) but that is not true you're not gonna find a perfect man like you're not gonna find a perfect man at all Mm. you know and i think oftentimes when women look at men as their project like oh I see the potential there. And potential is great, but you also have to pay attention to the patterns that you see. And so if there's certain red flags, you know, address those things. And you got to be willing to ask yourself, okay, what am I willing to deal with? And, you know, because ultimately the change has to come from him. Mm -hmm. Like a a guy can modify his behavior, but if that change doesn't generally come from him, then you're going to find yourself back in a continuous cycle of toxic fighting and all of that. And you don't want that. Who wants to be in a toxic relationship no no relationship is perfect but uh you at least want to be able to just coexist with someone and and be their friend you know i think that's that's the beauty of a relationship when you can have someone that you love and care for and they're also a friend
0: mm-hmm. and that's what builds a good foundation of a relationship is like that friendship well the last time that we hung out actually at my house we were talking about that not every man like sometimes we read so many books and movies and that like puts an expectation but sometimes it's possible that that person is just not hasn't either learned how to deal with a relationship has their own beliefs about a relationship because of what they saw is maybe not emotionally capable at the moment until they learn to like like for example, like the love languages, Mm -hmm. like we talked about, like, you know, if you're physical touch, but they never hugged their family members their whole life. And then you expect someone to like be hugging you all the time or words of affirmation, but they were never affirmed growing up. And then you expect them to always be encouraging and all those things. I think that you can learn those things, but like how you said, like, I think we are, you know, I've been guilty of that, that it's like, you expect them to be like you, or you expect them to be like, well, I'm working on these things. So then you need to, you need to like, <laughs> I'm going through counseling. So then why don't you go to counseling? Why don't you get help? Why don't you read these books then? Like, yeah. why don't you, um you know, and like it comes off as nagging or like, you know, because mm-hmm. you're trying to like change the person. And it's like, instead it's like seeing, and this not talking about like red flags. I'm talking more about like, when you're actually like going through a relationship, Um, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just that they just haven't learned those things, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah for everyone's in a different journey and walking their life, you know, because a guy could then turn back and say, well, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? You know, why don't you? And so we, again, it kind of goes back to just kind of having grace for one another and just kind of giving people their space to grow because we're all, and, and that's part of a relationship. You help one another, you know, but you don't want to nag or or, or or force someone to do something that they themselves may not be ready for. And I think that happens a lot in relationships where um, the guy is kind of pressured to do all of these things and and be all of these things. And it's just like, he's just trying to, he's just trying, he's still trying to learn his emotional vocabulary. He doesn't, he can't decide when he's mad or sad. He's trying to figure all of that out. And then you're throwing all of this on top of him. And Mm -hmm. yeah, you gotta, it's, it it takes work. It takes, it takes work and it takes two people that are willing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. To make it work. To make it work. I like that. So I had two questions about what guys look for in a woman, like qualities, and then what makes a woman stand out from the rest? We know that guys are like physical creatures. We know that like they are attracted to someone, right? Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We know that like, okay, that's that's the first initial thing. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. aside from that, what are things that make a woman a quality woman, I would say, that stand out?
1: Okay, so I think one thing that is really big is confidence. Mm. A woman who is confident, that is so attractive. When a woman is confident in who she is um, and what she wants. And so uh, I think someone who is funny, like dudes, we love to laugh.
0: Mm.
1: We, we, we love to laugh. And so uh, for me, someone who is funny, someone who's smart as well um because when you know you can have someone who's physically attractive but if the conversation is dull or <laughs> you don't have anything to talk about then it's it's just like eh you know and so mm-hmm. definitely someone who is smart someone uh, a female also with a sense of purpose who knows what she wants and she's gonna go and get it she's not sitting there with her hands out not looking to just you know, just be along the ride. But no, she knows what she wants. That is very, uh, a very attractive quality. Uh, also, a woman who values herself, who knows her worth and things like that, that and, you know, like that, that for me, those, those, those things right there are, are great qualities in a woman that would make her more attractive.
0: Mm. would you say your your friends like think the same way like guys around in your space all like if you break that down it's the same
1: no because i think every guy's is different oh, okay yeah <laughs> so what would you yeah. Say?
0: i just am curious what are other things yeah. that make women stand out then if it's not those things because I, I agree with you i think that
1: yeah i think another thing is uh drama free mm. drama free like no guy wants drama no guy wants you know a, a girl who's just always wants to fight and pick fights and so you want a peace of mind and so that's definitely important what are some other things that kind of come to my mind uh
0: like independent independent like for sure how yeah. about like financially like- oh yes
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Because, you know, the
0: biggest misconception that I feel like women have and now like in my 20s, like I definitely have that like pushed and told to me, it's like about getting finding a guy that has a lot of money, you know, or like finding someone that's so like someone to take care of me. But then Mm -hmm. it's like, but like, I want to make my own money though. Like, I want to have my own stuff. Like, I don't want someone to take. Again, every woman is different. There's some women that like literally want to be like, you know, at home taking care of the kids. Like, and nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing exactly like, I'm not saying that. It's more of like what I personally have seen, you know, that's kind of like that. Every woman's trying to get someone to take care of her. And I'm like, but like, what if a woman's like, has her own stuff like isn't that better you know so like meaning for like me personally this is my own personal opinion um what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah um again yeah it's not a right or wrong it just is Mm -hmm. me personally though that's something that I found very attractive about Steph was that you know she had her own I think for me personally, like, let's, let's make this empire even bigger. You know, Mm -hmm. you got your own thing. I got my own thing. And I think it's, I think it's great. I think that's attractive. Like a woman with ambition, a woman who knows what she wants and, you know, she got goals that she's going to do and she's going to be able to help you. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: And she's busy in her own world. Like she has her own stuff that she's doing. Right.
1: Yeah, and I think that that leads to another point. A woman who has her own identity, she doesn't lose herself
0: in the relationship. She doesn't
1: lose herself in the relationship. You get what I'm saying? Like mm. she's still her, she's still an individual, you know. Yeah. And so a man is just an addition to her life, but he doesn't fulfill her. You know, your your fulfillment doesn't come from another individual. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? They they should be an addition. They comp they bring a compliment to you, but that person shouldn't fill you like no, no person can fill your void, you know? And so Mm -hmm. a woman who has her own identity and has her own voice. Yes. That now, now I'm thinking about more things. Like, you know, you have (laughs) your own voice and you think the way you think and don't agree with everything that a man says, like, no, like challenge, challenge that. Like I, I, for me that, that I love that, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the mind, you know, and, you know, just being able to have those deep conversations and, you know, being pushed back on some of my views and making me aware of things that maybe I may not have been aware of as a man, mm-hmm. you know, and challenging me to think and keeping me on my toes. I find that to be sexy. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: All right. So you see here ladies, that's that's what the men are looking for confident, <laughs> <laughs> bold, outspoken, have your own identity. And we actually talked about this in a previous episode about how women cannot lose themselves. So definitely go back to that episode if you need to listen to that because I think a lot of women end up like trying to be what they think that the man wants you to be. And mm-hmm. I think that that's something that you have to learn and and like practice. It's like, you no, know, I'm my individual by myself. Um, and I am- whole by myself and I am like I will continue doing this stuff even when this person's in my life not like I change my whole life and schedule just because this guy's in my life so and the confidence thing very very important wrapping up with the questions that people asked um so it's what is the best way to communicate effectively to your partner when you feel like you want to get your point across but not get defensive so like you want to be communicating effectively with a man Mm.
1: (laughs) okay so uh steph and i do this thing called fair fighting and so okay whenever there's a disagreement and you both feel strongly on something i think never do it in public and never do it in front of people that's that's those things seem obvious but you'd be surprised how many couples i just run into just kind of having an argument and then sometimes they'll try to bring a family member or a friend oh what do you think no don't do that You know why? Because you're in a relationship with that individual, you know? And so, and be mindful of who you give access to of your relationship. Like, especially it's already hard enough sometimes for men to open up. It's even harder sometimes when a man knows his business is just kind of being put out there. And so make sure if you are talking to someone that there's someone that is someone who's going to, championing you both and is not just championing you as a female because oftentimes when girls look for advice they're looking for (laughs) the the advice that they come from is someone who's rooting for them but not necessarily rooting for the relationship Mm -hmm. and so you got to be very careful in that and that that goes both ways but uh I think um you know it should never be done in public or in private I think if one or or both of you is extremely upset and you need to take time to just kind of cool off and come back set a time for that If a man says he doesn't want to talk at the moment, give him the space he needs.
0: (laughs) So, not be like, but like, can you talk now? But like, I need to, like, I can't fall asleep unless we fix it.
1: No, you're going to drive a man crazy. (laughs) I have. So, So you
0: got (laughs) to give (laughs) him. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta <laughs> give him that space now his fun now it's funny that you mentioned that right because in my relationship with Steph I'm usually the pursuer if there's yeah. a if there's an issue and so early on in our relationship I would want to handle it let's, let's let's just talk about this before you know before the day's over with and I would push push and push and then she would just kind of pull away and so what I've learned and what helped me and you know what could help you is that okay, if you don't want to talk right now, give me a time, a day and a time that we're going to talk so we can meet up and talk. That way they're getting the space that they want and you have assurance that this is going to be discussed and you're going to have that conversation. Because, you know, if if it's just like that time is not set there for you all to have that conversation, then you're kind of left in the dark. And so I think that's important to just kind of uh, set a time to talk. And then when you guys actually talk, um, I think, you know, actively listen sometimes and it is this is not based on gender it could be the guy or the girl but sometimes people when they argue and they're listening they're just listening to respond instead of listening to actively listening and so one of the ways that you can actively listen an example would be if you're going through it and you're arguing is repeating what that person said so for example so what you're telling me is you are upset at the fact that blank you get what i'm saying and so is that is that correct and then them telling you, yep, that's what I said, or no, that's not what I said. And so I think oftentimes when people fight, it's just like or they argue, is it's it's just both people going at, at each other. No one's really actively listening to hear from each other. And we're making the assumptions. And when we are un unaware or things are unknown we never fill it with positives we fill the unknown with negativity and so we assume and so we make absolute statements you always do this or you you always do that and it's like no they don't always do that you know no one wants to be accused of always doing something and making something so uh concrete and so avoiding absolute statements yeah. When, you, when you're arguing and, and having those things and just actively listening to one another. And sometimes you might be so strong on an opinion where you both just agree to disagree.
0: I saw this quote today that said, it's not that communication is, a, is the key to a healthy relationship. It's understanding mm. where each other is is coming from and understanding and listening to what they're saying that that's is good. most effective. And I was like, wow, that's kind of true. I always say communication is important, but it's true. It's like, but I felt like sometimes I've communicated stuff and I still feel under, not understood. Yeah. You feel so, misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's more frustrating than yeah. communicating because then people stop communicating because they're like, yeah. well, I'm just saying what I need. I just, that part is not getting it. Yeah. So I think it's understanding and trying to, uh, I think you guys have told me that a lot. It's like it's about it's not trying to get to like who wins. Like, what's mm-hmm. the point of fighting? And then you lose the relationship, or you lose
1: right each other. Win the argument, but yet you lose the person. Yeah. There you go. And so, along with that, like like you said, the understanding aspect, and just not bringing up old things as well. Like, if you guys discuss something, and it's been settled, like why bring it back up? Mm. And so that that that's a real trigger for a dude (laughs) you know to to bring up old stuff um or to compare the relationship to someone else's Mm -hmm. or something that you're seeing it's just like no they're not in this relationship it's you and you and me and so yeah just being mindful of that and that can go both ways that's not gender specific either but Mm -hmm. just kind of from a guy's point of view
0: Yeah, honestly, I love this conversation. I feel like we talked about so much and I feel like we can talk even more about so many issues, seriously. Um, But what is one last thing that you feel like you would want a woman to know, you know, when it comes to relationships or maybe understanding a man better or of everything that we talked about today?
1: I would want women to... uh understand and take from this conversation that not all men are not monolithic we're not all the same um have realistic expectations don't put men on a pedestal men are definitely imperfect Uh, men are not mind readers (laughs) Mm. men are not mind readers um but most of all something that women should know is that Your fulfillment doesn't come from an individual. You know, Mm -hmm. it is my belief that your fulfillment, purpose, it all comes from God, you know, Mm -hmm. our creator. Um, I would also just encourage women to realize that men are not all monolithic either. We don't all think the same. There's probably going to be some men that listen to this podcast and think that I'm bugging (laughs) and they don't agree with me at all but that's yeah. okay because you know this is just my perspective
0: so yeah so i love that you were like really raw and like real today so i feel like a lot of women are probably like okay like that was another i i like that like you know because i feel like we assume or we think that we know a lot of what because of what either we hear um and all of that so it's good to hear it from a guy
1: directly. absolutely thank, so thank you, you again. for being
0: a part of it so how, where can people connect with you your podcast like what's your handle
1: Absolutely. So I'm on all social media platforms at June Marcelin, J-U-N-M-A-R-C-E-L-I-N on Twitter, Instagram, social media. Um, And we also, like I said earlier, we do have a podcast called Moments with the Marcelins. And so uh, we are on all streaming platforms for podcasts. And so you can check us out there.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Every, so every what? every, every
1: wednesday we drop an episode every wednesday and so yeah come check us out
0: yeah go <laughs> check them out they're a couple they talk about a lot of really good topics and thank you so much um june i really appreciate it and i know that you have brought some insight to some people today
1: absolutely thank you for the opportunity can't wait to have you on ours
0: So this conversation was really fun to do. Thank you so much for tuning in on this week's episode. And as always, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, share with someone that you think will gain insight from this podcast, share it with a friend, um, and make sure to leave a review. That really helps me out um, to let me know what kind of episodes you like, um, what you like to hear on this podcast, and just stay tuned for and again, thank you so much for the support. Make sure to follow me at Elizabeth Sabby. And as always, I will see you guys next week on this podcast. Have a great week.